It's the moment you've all been waiting for. The Forum at 8 with Sakina Kamwendo on AM Live. The Forum at 8 with Sakina Kamwendo. It's a nine minutes after eight here on AM Live. It is a Friday morning and uh, you, some of you actually send me messages asking, can we please just take it easy on Friday because it's been such a hectic week. So as usual, we do that on a Friday, so we've obliged. And this morning, we're speaking to someone um, who is no stranger to most South Africans, Mfanawasekruenstad, and um, he's a funny man. He's one of the most sought-after comedians in South Africa, David Cow. And thank you so much for coming in this morning. No, my pleasure. You know, I had, I had to wake up at 6, leave my house at like 6.30, because I live in Midrand. Uh, we are honored and we know how it so, is coming down that in one. When you get that call, yeah, can you do an interview? Where is it? I said, yes, no. uh, okay. Can you come in the studio? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you're glad you're here, aren't you? Of course. And, I, mean, and, 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 I do this every, you know, if I have to. And, and, and we're glad to have you. And, and, and David Cow is sitting opposite me, sans his hat. Um, and I said to him, you know, if this were to happen outside, I'd probably walk past him, not recognize him and have to take a second look if someone pointed it out. Well, that's what I do if I don't want people to recognize me. I just not wear a hat. So what is it with the hats? Why do you wear Because I've hat? been wearing hats my whole career, I guess. So it's, you know, it's like a hairstyle. It's like sunglasses for Bono. It's, uh, you just wouldn't recognize me without it. So... Apart from the fact that you just started doing it, do you have a passion for hats at all? Do you really do oh, you collect just, them? Or? Just when I wear a hat, it's any hat. Yeah, well, I I can't wear every type of hat because of the shape of my head. So depends. What's wrong with the shape of your? There's head? ones that have to be a bit formal. There's ones I wear when I'm going to a movie, just hanging out, chilling at a township, a car wash, whatever. Um, Overseas, nobody really knows who I am, so I don't have to wear one. Yeah, well... So sometimes it depends what I'm wearing, if mm-hmm. there's a hat that goes with it. Depends where I'm going. I've got a lot of business meetings and stuff that I do that have nothing to do with entertainment. So sometimes I just don't wear one because it doesn't go with what I'm wearing. Okay, so you're not attached to the hat. I'm getting detached from it. <laughs> I was very attached to it. You know, I was speaking to Mandla earlier, um, who does the show before this one, and then um, we were talking about you coming in and the hat story. And I said to him, you know what, Manda, I have this nagging feeling that David Cow looks like someone, but I can't quite place it. And um, Martin Creamer, who just left, Martin says, I know who he looks like. And I said, who? He says, the late shoes, Michelle. He says, yeah, you look like would, shoes. People would call and me shoes like, sometimes. Yes. You you actually do look like shoes. Well, some people used to call me shoes or would think I was shoes. And did you make the best of it? Mm, it <laughs> you know, it's one of those things. It's, a, it's amazing. I mean, it's one of the best soccer players that ever lived. Mm? So it's not like you're being compared to a serial killer or, or a bank robber or something. So it was fantastic. Um, so, it, yeah, it's other shoes a lot. Um... I emceed the president's birthday at his house and I said to him, I took off my hat and I said, Mr. President, you know, I've been looking at you, looking at your head on TV, I looked at my head, looked at yours for years and years and I'm glad to tell you, you are not my father. <laughs> so, 
That was the first thing I said to him. And <laughs> uh, you know, sometimes people try and joke and say my head sometimes might look like his head, but a bit ours a bit different. I do have a bit of a lung cop. Uh, I was nicknamed Jomo when I was growing up. You know, my other name head. is Cosmos, but people then call me Jomo <laughs> Cosmos, because, allegedly because of my head. Um, but you know. It's, it's all the names and nicknames. Joe Cosmos. Yeah. <laughs> so what was the first Sometimes you're called Shoho. I think one of my uncles, Nana, Lea uh, Petrika, who used to call me Shoho. But your so head, there's nothing the wrong head, with There's always head. been something about my head. I think that's also why I started wearing a hat. But I'm looking at you and there's nothing wrong with your head. I'm getting old. Maybe it's changed shape a bit and uh, I'm bald. Oh, okay. And what did the president say when you told him you were not his the child? The president laughed and laughed even more when Celeste was performing. So basically I was emceeing Celeste was a comedian. He loves laughing, by the way. I don't know if people know that. No, we know that, David. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you've seen him laugh in Parliament, but he generally loves, he loves comedy. And he doesn't laugh like that in real life. Oh, how does he laugh? <laughs> Uh, he doesn't laugh. He doesn't laugh like he doesn't laugh like he does in Parliament. So that's the public in laugh. Life. I don't know. Maybe the people are just so funny because Parliament is very funny. Why? What's funny and about ridiculous. it? Because it's serious. It's ridiculous. Business. It's really ridiculous more than funny. Why? Sometimes so? it's just sad. It's a waste of our time now. For two years, people have been talking about Nganda. Surely, there's other things in South Africa that South Africans would have liked the opposition to to raise or, or bring up. But, you know, we've been going around in circles and circles about something that I don't think it's worth two years of debating and the salaries that have been paid to the people that have been debating this thing for two years. Mm. So it's just one of those subjects, you know. So you, you can't out. You didn't. You don't tell any Nkandla jokes, nothing, I, you're over it. I tell jokes about not wanting to tell Nkandla jokes. So it's like Oscar Pistorius. I didn't want to tell the jokes when it came out. It was horrible, you know. And then he'll come back in the media again. I mean, it almost came out during Women's Month. Mm. So now you kind of like have to talk about it again. But what I try and do, I want to make people laugh. That's what I do for a living. So if there's something current, fantastic. But I won't talk about something current just because that's what's in the media or that's what's in the news. Unless there's something that I find funny about it or that I can tend to funny. So whether the whole world is talking about FIFA or Kandla, if I don't have jokes about it, I won't talk about it. I won't talk about it just for the sake of you, you know, mm. having to hear. I said something about Someone tweeted me and said, how come you're quiet about Clive? <laughs> I had nothing to say to Clive. I had nothing to say. About the Metrocorp video. It's fantastic. You know, in another country, she would have some sort of endorsement by now. She would have done a couple of TV interviews, which should happen. Lift the country, get people in a good mood. We all need that, especially now in the country. Mm. You know, she did nothing wrong. She did nothing illegal. So it would have been fun to have a bit more fun with her. But we try and politicize everything. And everybody's trying to get points. It's the you country know. we live in. Unfortunately, sadly, that's where we are headed now. So it doesn't matter what the government does. The opposition will always find something wrong with it. It's their job. It doesn't matter what they yeah, do. Yeah, it's their job. It doesn't matter what they do. The opposition's job is to find every single thing 
that's wrong about everything that the ruling party is doing. Do you enjoy politics? I used to. Until when? Because now it's the circus, you know? There's, when, was, when was there something that, was, that got your attention that was worth watching being debated in parliament? Because we, we, everything has become technical. So you wait for the announcement. So you wait for the president to come to parliament to see if he's going to answer the question. It's not really even about what he's going to say. You wait for the, you know, the Brassa report to come out. It's, it's like a thing. It's like, a, it's like waiting for a tweet by Beyonce or Kanye. And you know the public protector today is going to announce... Uh, something. No one is expecting she's going to come and say, wow, amazing, there's nothing wrong in this report. Everything is on point. Everything is... Nobody wants that. Mm. So it's kind of the same thing over and over and over and over and over. You know, there's corruption, there's going to be some crime stories. There's no good news, basically, which is why I've lost interest. Uh, But, I mean, you cannot... I might not talk about it, but it doesn't mean I'm not reading or listening. Because you can't live in a country and not know what's going on. That's so, just, when you were growing up... Did, you must did remember, it, your listeners don't want to be bored with politics and Yeah, they don't want to talk about it. So, okay. so, so, when you okay. were bored, did, 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 did you want to be a comedian or did you... I never like, wanted to be a comedian. How, how did this happen? I didn't even know I can be a comedian. Were you not like that clown in the class, the one who was I always was, taking the mickey? We had no idea you could be a stand-up comedian and make a living from it. I was very disruptive in class. So during an exam, I, you know, I, the guy finishes early and starts talking because the teacher said you can only talk if you finish or once you're finished. But how can you talk when the others are still writing? Uh, I was very, very disruptive. And you would do that? Because obviously the teacher thought that would keep me quiet. It actually made me finish quicker and sooner. made me better to some extent. So you finished quicker. <laughs> did you at least get Exams good marks or were you just going through the motions of getting done I, with it? I did okay. You know, I was in matric when I was 16. I did a bit of medicine science to study engineering after that. Eventually mm-hmm. I went to UCT to study drama. And, uh, and I realized I can actually do a whole lot more other than just making people laugh. So there's, uh, there's things that I do that I won't talk about publicly. No, but we want to know about Some will things. come out if they come out because, you know, they're business related. i um, been doing a lot of stuff in the film and television industry. I travel a lot. Uh, I met a lot of people in my life. So trying to consolidate all those things and just have a better life and do more than... Because you must remember I would only work at night most of my life, mm. most of my career. And I wouldn't be at a place for more than three, four hours. You know, there's 24 hours every day. I'm 37 now. So there's literally years of time that I I would have available or I used to before I started using it. Because you get caught up, you know, you have a gig, you make a lot of money, you could do three, four gigs a month and pay your bills. That's like not even 10 hours Mm. a month of where you can make money. And live. And then you have what? You have 30 other days where you... I would sit and watch TV. I would watch a season of 24 in 
two, three days, 24 episodes, one hour episodes, wake up, sleep, watch four, eat, watch another four, eat, sleep, wake up, watch another four. Wow. That's what I used That's to do your life? before I before. found, uh, okay. before I had other interests. And you're not going to tell us what those interests are. Well, I mean, the film stuff is also taking a huge chunk of my life. By the way, I'm an associate producer in Tell Me Sweet Something, which is coming out nationwide today, and Nigeria, Ghana, Zambia, uh, directed by Kino Motoso with uh, Maps and mm-hmm. Romzamo in it. Nice romantic comedy shot in Johannesburg. So, yeah. so I spend a lot of time. So you must remember if you're making movies, your average call time is you know, anywhere from 5 a.m., 12-hour days, then you go look at the footage, sit and edit. So that's what started taking my time. On Tuesday, I'm going to the Toronto Film Festival. I'm out of the country for like 10 days. Um, so that's taken a huge chunk of, Does that of, mean? My, of my sort of during the day hours. So you put comedy on the back burner then? I did for a while. And then obviously I had all these other comedians I found that I like, that I'm producing or managing, that I would put on black song so that's what i started spending most of my time with and i kind of felt like i don't have to prove anything anymore with comedy you know i've been doing this for 18 years now in october will be 18 years sure that's a long time it's yeah. a lifetime yeah so i think um i compete with myself you know i want to be better than myself i want to i want to be better for myself and my kids and my family so and tell my me, fans and people that have followed me all these years. In 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 your industry, um, you know, I'm sure, like in any other industry, um, you also have rivalries. Um, it's it's not rivalries as such, but if you are consuming, you see, if you drive, maybe that's not a, a great example to make. For people that watch comedy, they would want to compare you to other comedians. Mm-hmm. But there are no two comedians anywhere in the world so we don't have the same script and then you're judged on performance and delivery there's jokes that Trevor Noel always tell better than me there's jokes that I will tell better than him there's jokes that Chris Rock will always tell better than Seinfeld or Seinfeld will always tell better than Chris Rock but the audience doesn't consumers don't really care or know they know the final product if I'm sitting here and this person is making me laugh or that one is making me laugh more, or that one is more famous than the other one, this one is not as famous. That's really all you have going if you are consuming something. So with cars, cars are all the same. You all have four tires, you all have a steering wheel, you all have a dashboard, you all need to make an engine. So it's easy to compare a BMW to a Mac or a Ferrari to a Lamborghini. But you can't do that with human beings. Soccer, you all have 11 teams, you all playing the same size ball, you all playing on the same field. Everything is the same. A comedian, I could have been performing for 18 years. I'd be compared to someone who just started comedy yesterday. Mm. You know. So that's why I'm saying for your own sanity, you need to know, for me personally at least, I need to do better than my last show. I need to make a better movie than the last one I made. And what are some of the pressures, I mean, that you experience? Because, you know... Do you worry about people not laughing? Because, you know, I always think about that, you know, when people do not respond, when they don't accept, you know, what you have to offer. So the trick is obviously you can't walk into a 
you can't walk into a club or a comedy or in front of an audience or a corporate gig not knowing what you're going to do. You can take risks while you're there, but you can't walk in not knowing absolutely nothing. So for me, again, after 18 years, I would be stupid to walk out of a room not having been able to make people laugh. It wouldn't make sense. Because this is what I, it's like you coming on radio and not being able to deliver. Because essentially that's what we do. And that's what we've been doing for years. That's what you've been trained for. That's what you've better yourself doing. You've been doing it for years and years and years and years. So it's, it's like soccer. You know, you can't, 20 years later, if you give Lucas Khatebe a ball, he would still know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He doesn't have to have still now been playing every week or training every day. But he would still know what to do with a ball. Have you had an host- a hostile audience before, though? Not really, because, you know, fortunately now you're getting... You see, the first thing I did for myself or that I learned was to accept not everyone is going to find you funny. It's important. It's important to understand that. Mm. Whether black people think they don't understand me, I speak vernacular every now and then, or they assume I'm going to speak vernacular and they're not going to come to my show. There's all these technical things that you have to accept as a performer that this is this is where I'm headed or this is where I want to be and these are the people that matter or these are the fans that matter or this is the audience that matters to me. So you can't walk into a, a black song and a white person doesn't think you're funny and walks out because there's too much vernacular and think, oh my God, what am I going to do when there's 4,000 other people that are laughing? Mm. So... It's, I mean, I used to must remember I performed to just white people for years and years and years when I started out. And now it's almost the complete opposite. So whether it's a corporate white people, I can walk in and out of that room. Whether it's 4,000 black people at Black Sony, I can walk in and out of that room. I've performed in Finland, performed in Canada, in the USA. So especially... I prefer to get to a place and know what's going on and perform to those people. So you wouldn't necessarily understand some of the stuff I did in Finland, but they understood it. They wouldn't understand some of the stuff I do here. And my audience, my immediate audience is always the people in the room at that time. Well, uh, let's open the lines. 0891-104-208. Ayanda Butelezi says, I think David Gao hates politics because of the increase in the number of comedians in parliament who are now competition to you. It's possible, you know. People do say, I'm sorry, I'm going to take off this jacket. Mm -hmm. It's making a bit of a... Yeah, it's one of those jackets. (laughs) In case people think I'm wearing a raincoat or like a shop right checkers bag. (laughs) With, or a black bag with a hole in, on the, on the top, because that's how we used to roll back in the day. You know. mm. All right, let's go to the lines. Aubrey is calling from PE. Good morning, Aubrey. Uh, good morning, Sami. Hi. Hi, uh, Sami. Yes, Sami. Sami, uh, I just <laughs> want to give warning to 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 David Cow and in fact all the, the, the people who are entertaining us in this country. Yes. I'm talking about musicians, our uh, our guys like David Cow. Yes. They must stop uh, uh, involving themselves with politics because it's going to affect the 
really should stay away from those those kind of things or comments they are, they keep on doing, especially the, the naughty or, or, or careless defaceable, because it's going to affect. They must remember that they are not only supported by the by, by, by the ruling party; they are supported by the whole country. Their job is to entertain us. Yeah. I'm really warning them. I'm worried about their careers because it's going to affect them. ANC is a well-oiled machine. And you guys, tomorrow there will be another DJ cow. ANC will throw you away, my friend. Stop <laughs> that. Stop DJ that. Cow. <laughs> that, 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 that. But why did you pick the ANC? Anyway, Aubrey, we lost Aubrey there. Ngila in Johannesburg. He's, he's absolutely right. The, um, we'll, we'll come to that in just oh, a moment. Okay. Let's just hear from Ngila. Good morning. Yes. You know, uh, uh, David, I was going through my photos. Uh, one of them was shot around 1997. And you are there in that photo. I was motivating teachers in Bloemfontein. Was it really you? No, I started Michael comedy. Well, I've, is this Michael? Bra- yes. I've met Bra Mike before, but I don't know if I was a comedian then. I, I started doing comedy. In no, no, you're not a comedian then. You're very, you're very, very young, and even in the photo, you look very, very young. But and my wife uh-huh. was telling me, but that is David Cow. I don't know why I would be in Bloom though in 1997. Mm. Um, I probably would only have been there. 98, 99, after I started uh, doing stand-up comedy. Yeah, there are parts, there are parts, but it was before two, two, uh, 2000 anyway. Yeah, if it's after 98, 99, I know I've met you, I've met you somewhere before. My One of my aunts, a Tiny Cow, was a huge fan of you. That's how I've, I knew you, actually, or found out about you. Um, yeah, because I used to enjoy your, your, your big brother, the tall one, you know, at the, at the, at the birthday party. Busto, Milwakao. Yeah, he's just he's just as good as you are. It's one yeah. of those people yeah. that unfortunately has he had any influence on you. I don't know if it has, but I think he's probably one of the funniest people I've ever known. But you know, he probably was one of those people that there was not a point in their life where they thought they could do stand up comedy for a living. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. but when we are home we all listen to him. He's the one who makes us laugh, he's the one who makes my friends laugh, the neighbors the community and and you're literally happy just sitting there listening to him and not having to be funny well thank you so much uh, Ngila in uh, Johannesburg Mike Muendane that's who that was we're speaking to David Cow this morning and uh, taking your calls on 0891-104-208 and uh, many of your tweets coming through some SMS's and we'll read uh, some of those as well but let's attend to the calls first uh, Tolani in Wait, there was a caller remember from PE oh yeah before you didn't yes, get to respond who yeah. to one artist and, no he's absolutely right um, it's two ways you know obviously we all come from a place where all we knew was the ANC and the ANC was largely what brought us to where we are. So I'll make a small example. In my case, for me in 1998, when I was 20 years old, to be labeled the first black stand-up comedian in, in some cases, mm. for me to get there, that wouldn't have happened without whatever it is the ANC had done up to then. So it was what I know. So it was like being brought up by someone and 
you get to a place now you can start making whatever decisions uh, you want to make. Mm. So obviously, which is why now you even have ministers in the ANC whose own kids and daughters are now like, but, you know, I don't want to vote for the ANC for this and this and this and this and this reasons, or I'm not going to vote, or I'd rather vote for this and this and this part. So it's natural. It's progression. It's going to happen. It will happen every couple of years where, whether it's artists or musicians or soccer players, we, you know, without them and their struggle and all the songs about the struggle, we might not be here today. Mm. It would have taken longer. So most of us were forced or were brought there by circumstances. And now we find ourselves here. And now we can make those choices of deciding whether you you're a member of a political party or you want to get on stage and say, I vote for this mm. party or not. Are you a member so of a political party? I'm not a member of, whether it's any political party or the ANC, I'm not a member of the ANC. I don't know if that's what people are asking. Mm. But I've been a huge fan and supporter of, of the ANC and what they've done. So... Do you think that that in some ways could be detrimental to your career and what you do, uh, you know, whereby people then start boxing you and saying, well, you not, are? Not necessarily. If I'm, I've done shows, I've got them on video, I get on stage and I ask, is EFF here? People stand up and scream. Is ANC here? Yes. Is Chiefs here? Yes. Pirates fans here? So it's one of those things. And you need all those people in the room. And I'm glad that I can have all those people in the same room mm. because that's what my job is about you know that's what a soccer game is about it's got nothing to do with the ANC it's got nothing to do with what political party you belong to and then obviously from there you form relationships with people unfortunately if I'm seen with Fikile uh, Mbalula people might naturally associate me with uh, with the ANC if you're seen with Julius you're going to be associated with the EFF if you're seen with Musi Maimani or at doing a gig where there's the Western Cape premiere or whatever, you're going to be associated with the DA. I can't control that. There's nothing I can do with that. But it's also, it's not a crime. So it then goes back again to, are you supporting me because you didn't know I'm a fan of ANC or whether I'm a member or not, or you thought I was a member of the DA? Is that why you're coming to my shows? Or are you coming to my shows to laugh? Because that's what I do for a living. So everybody has to make those choices for themselves. Make those choices, says David Kao. Kolani and Clarkstorp, good morning. Uh, Mr. Kao, I did enjoy your Munati show that I played <laughs> in ABC. Jesus, 11 years uh, ago. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy with your charity work that you're doing in Crown Town. I want to start because the Africans are going to start. We're fighting okay. Africans now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but your, your take about opposition talking on Nkanda is misplaced, my brother. About? About... Opposition parties only talking about Nkandla. Yeah. That is not that is not correct. Okay. You know, people there, these young minds, you know, what they change in parliament is that they talk about money being shifted to Bermuda countries, the money that was supposed to pay tax. They talk about, you know, the mine issues. They talk about a lot of issues, you know, but, that but, really make input. But that's not what the media is showing us, right? Because that's no, our that's contact with them. No. That's what what you want to see. You only watch me parliament when it's sauna. You know, and the other issue is that when you watch, you know, you know, when you listen to the committees, parliament committees, then you start to see these young minds, they brought something that is different. Let me just take on the issue of saying ANC, you know, brought us freedom. That is wrong. People of South Africa, 
in a fight to have the freedom. There was a UDF 1980s. That everybody was just united by that. Yeah, you know, but remember, we, I said that's what I know. Yes, now I'm saying. Yeah. So soon, made Mr. Kau so soon. You know, ANC they would pull a generation legacy on you. Where are censors when they were parented before the election? Getting paid, <laughs> you went to watch where they are today. No, you don't get paid. Hard. No one gets paid for, for those you things. You know, but the issue, Mr. Kang, what I'm saying, yes, and I said, your job is to to be a comedian. You have to assert yourself, maybe fancy, whatever. What I'm saying to all the artists, you know, people, let us try to be neutral when you're an artist. doesn't matter whether you're booked by a deal or what, because the issue is, one day, you know, so, the so, people no, today. You, you see, it's, yes. can I interrupt you? Sorry. Yes, So, sir. you see, where you are sitting, it's easy for you to say that. So what I'm saying to you is, if you see me performing at um, at a function where there's an ANC minister and there's an ANC mayor and there's an ANC president, you are already going to assume I'm there because I'm a fan of the ANC. If I see someone else performing at a DA uh, attended function or a Western Cape government function, automatically from where people are sitting, they put you in that box. So, unfortunately, no. for artists, it doesn't even yeah. matter where you think you belong or what your opinions are. People yeah. will put you in a certain box. Oh, okay. Not all of us. Can I tell you something, Mr. Kang? Yes. Look at now what happened. All the national holidays, ne? Yes. The ANC have turned it to the party issue instead of South African issues. When you attend as a GA member, EFF member, you get booed. Because they've lost, they are trying, you know, to say, they try to erase our history. You know, there was a, right now, there was a function, ne? a yeah. social gag. What happened there? It was ANC colors, everything, but it was an issue of a national interest. Instead of saying, let's bring all South Africa, it doesn't matter you're a DA or EFF, because the issue there is not about the ANC, but they use it for ANC. What I'm saying is that your job is to say, your food, you know, you put food on the table because you're a comedian. You don't have to choose whether it comes from the ANC or what. Okay. But that's what I'm saying. That's the Thank point. Thank you, Colin. I don't have to choose, but people are going to choose for me. Okay. Uh, Arno is in um, Durban. Good morning. Good morning, Sakina. How are you doing? Good and you? Well, thanks. Uh, Sakina, the, the, the speaker that spoke about threatening comedians and told us that uh, I'm a comedian myself. <laughs> and said that uh, it's going to affect David's career. Look, it's not going to affect anybody's career. You mustn't come and make those threats because he's a bigger clown than us. Um, and we don't threaten the ANC when they make jokes in Parliament. And the last speaker, he, he must tell us not to, he mustn't tell us to be neutral because if the ANC was neutral, then you would have had people in government departments and parastatals leading government departments and uh, they'd be from the DA and the EFF and not only from the ANC. That's neutrality. I just want to say, um, Sakina, it was David Cow who actually prompted me to become a better comedian because I was one who was in the Fanta, so you think you're funny competition. What's your name again? Um, oh, no. It's Payne. Okay. It's Arnold Payne. Yeah, and uh, I'm one of KZN's top comedians to date, and it was, it, it, it's owed, the thanks is owed to David Cow. Um, he was the one who said in the competition, he said, Arnold, you must give up comedy, it's not your thing, you'll never make it, you must rather do drama. And after that, I worked harder, and today I'm recognized, I'm in the newspapers, and I've got gigs. That's, that's fantastic, man. Okay, thank you so much, Arnold. Um, Itumeleng in Mahikeng, good morning. Good 
Morning, Sakina. How are you? Good, and you? I'm good, Sakina. No, no, no. I have a complaint with the register. <laughs> go go <laughs> for it. <laughs> I, I suspect I know what your complaint is. Go for it. It's so, it's so cold in the studio, Sakina. It can't be right that you David Kaude. We're not laughing in our cars to work. David. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, 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 they've heard you. Even on Twitter, they say they've heard you. The piece of Mokwena saying, no, no, no. Too serious. It's now <laughs> no, it's, time it's left for people now, to laugh. Come, David. I answer questions, you know. And so, so, okay. So, 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 so Ito uh, 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 no, so, so, <laughs> says, uh, you know, uh, you've got a show tonight? I've got a show at the tonight Lyric? at the Lyric Theatre, Gold Reef City. Um, 8 p.m. Uh, tickets at Compu Ticket. Then I've got another one in Nelspreet, uh tomorrow night. So I've already sent my wife and kids to Nelspreet. It, uh, it was a, a strategy so that I'm alone for the last night tonight. So I, I created my own visa because of the visa. Oh, rules. my goodness. I, and, and she's got the BEF certificates as well in case the minister is listening. So because I'll be there tomorrow, <laughs> they are going to prepare. They're going to prepare for my arrival. So they're there two days ahead. Isn't the African man supposed to go ahead of the woman and the children to make sure there's no danger? My wife, my wife is half Greek, half Zulu. Uh, Which was difficult because during xenophobia attacks, the half Zulu was telling the half Greek to go away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, David. <laughs> so she, so, so went, who won? Who ahead, won? She went ahead. Well, they both stayed. They both stayed. They who both did stayed. you support? They both, came in, well, they both came to an agreement. They're 50-50, you know. Who did you support, though? I support both of them. Yeah. Okay. Not taking she's, sides she's, there. She's my wife. Okay. Yeah. Felix in Nelspreet. Good morning. <laughs> Nelspreet. Wow. Yes. Good, Where are you going morning, tomorrow? Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for taking my call. How are you, Brother Felix? Yes, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm so happy that you are coming to Nelspreet. Thank you. I'll, I'll see you tomorrow. Yes. It's two disadvantages you have. You're from Nelspreet and your name is Felix. You must... You must be. <laughs> What's wrong with Felix? <laughs> when last did you hear someone's <laughs> name was Felix? Well, which Felix do you know? Felix the cat is who I know. Well, maybe when I was growing up. And this Felix who always calls in. Those are the only Felixes I know. When you're growing up playing soccer in the township, there's always a guy named Felix. Really? Yeah. Is, this, Felix, is this such a common name? <laughs> Felix, do you play football? Did you play soccer when you were growing up? Yes, yes. I was you playing see? soccer when I was young. You see? Did you play soccer? I played for the Chappies Little League and I went quite far. Chappies Little bad. League? <laughs> yes, in Kronstadt. Ah, David. I, uh, uh, Felix, I'm what did you want to say? Because I, I suspect he's lying to us <laughs> yes, now. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, I wanted, actually I wanted to say that uh, please, uh, uh, Mr. David, please don't listen to people who say you must not do joke on politics or whatever. You see, politics is part of the way our, organ- our society is organized. And if you are not going to make fun, about how we are organized as a society, then what, what are you going to make fun of? It, it's very pathetic for anybody who calls himself ANC or any party to come on air and threaten people not to do certain jokes. That is very stupid, actually. I don't know where this person comes from. I mean, as a comedian, you don't care whatever you make fun of. We just want to laugh. Whether it's the consumer that thinks that we are stupid, he can use our money for whatever he likes. And <laughs> I mean, you must make fun of everything. And that's why I say to people, I make people laugh for a living. It's co- I'm not a social commentator, you know. But I can, that's why I can get on stage do? and talk about my wife and kids 
and get off stage without necessarily having to talk about politics. If I had nothing funny to say about it that time. Sometimes it's the weather. Sometimes it's what happened to me on my way there. Sometimes it's what happened uh, entertainment-wise in the country. Sometimes it's live in the Metrocorp, you know. Whatever, wherever I am in my life today, that's my show tonight and that's my show tomorrow night. Okay. Oh, sorry. Uh, we lost you there. Oh, Bra Felix uh, 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 is gone. You say you played soccer. Chappie's little league. Yeah. Hi, hi, David. We played for Mighty Mathematics. Stars. Mathematics. Ah, Mighty Stars. Mighty Stars. How old were you? Kronstadt. I was young. Eh? I was, my mother still had to buy me uh, sneakers on account at Reelings in Kronstadt. So I was very <laughs> <laughs> I needed a buying <laughs> sleep to go and get some shoes. I was that young. You know, you must have been that skinny kid. They were for the main team, and we were all very young. Never mind that. Just looking at you, did you get Um, hurt a lot? That soccer player body, though. Where? Skinny, but could be muscular. Could run fast if trained properly. I'm worried about your legs, though. You know, like well, soccer players, skinny legs. Of course. I mean, look at how tiny Shabalala is. Siabonga. Most of them they are tiny, especially because of chiefs. They're tiny. I've, I've met them in real life. And what, what did the conversation go like? Ita, sure. Otherwise, I. Fede, I. <laughs> sure, boy. Sure. <laughs> and that was the conversation. Hi, David. Hi, David. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Is that all they said? Hi, <laughs> David. I, I don't believe you. Uh-uh. Uh, let's rather hear from Max in Saldana. So you're saying our soccer players don't have conversational skills? No, soccer, I talk too much. Soccer players don't talk too much. They, they just, most of them don't. They just go, yeah. So we balance the conversation. So you talk at them? No, we, like I said, that's most of the conversation. Hola, shapu run boy. I grand when I I live a shapi de moban. I sure boy. I ain't bonilo was a stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't follow it. Sure. Hola. End of conversation. <laughs> 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 Let's go to Max in Saldana. Good morning, Max. Hi, Isaac, you know, and, and David, how are you? I'm fine. How are you, bro, Max? I'm good. David, I used to listen to your shows in Cape Town. That's normally. When the when the ministers have the budget votes, then you would come there and entertain us. Yes, I would just get your view. What's your take on these two? I just give you gonna give you very short short incidents that happened many years ago. Okay. This one guy, his name is Crystal. Uh, the security police came to his house, yes. knocking on the door, and they asked, "Where's Crystal?" They came into the kitchen, but he was at the back door, and he heard the crystal, and he shouted, No, mother, I'm here. His mother said he's not there. And he said, No, I'm here. Who's looking for crystal? <laughs> he ended up being caught, and they take him to the first there. Listen to the other one. Okay. This one's name is Khat, Khat Konana. Konana. <laughs> Gert Kunana, yeah. He was wow. locked up there at Park Police Station. Is it an Afrikaans guy who got married to a black person? That's correct. <laughs> so, so Gert, you know, we were all together there, so-called colored and African people. And, 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 and the police wrote, wrote, wrote our names. Next to your name, you write S-man. 
S man means meaning swart man, you know? Okay. Like a black person. Now, Kriyat was a so-called colored. And he came to me, he said, Max, hey, this S man, man, I'm not an S man. I said, hey, what are you? He said, no, man, I'm a meaning like K man, card man, like kind of. I said, no, man, you're an S man. And then his aunt came a week later to visit him at the police station looking for Kriyat Kunana. So the police said, there's no Kriyat Kunana there was a colored person. The Khat Kunana they they have there is a swat man. So then weeks later after he was the, the release, he said, You see Max, I told you man, this was supposed to be uh, S money, not uh, uh, K man, like like colored man, you know? <laughs> What did you take on it? Ah, goodbye Max. One, the first one was fun, yeah. <laughs> the first I'll tell you what, if, if your to your last uh, caller, um I don't know if maybe this is funny now. I mean, I've, I've spoken to them. Fiki Lambalula's brother mm. used to get beaten up by apartheid police because they would come to Bloom at their house looking for Figile, and he would say he was Figile. So they would beat him up and throw him in jail, whatever. He'll come out, they'll come looking again. And for a while, they basically, you know, for him to kind of protect what Figile was doing and where he was, he kept, he, you know, they kept thinking he was Fiki Lambalula. For a long time. Okay. <laughs> struggle well, stories, hashtag. Uh, yeah, hashtag struggle <laughs> stories. Uh, struggling to keep up. Suddenly in Port Chester. So before Rasmataz was Rasmataz. Sanele. Yes, okay. Morning, Sanele. Yeah, I'm just loving the show on Friday. Thank you very much for inviting him. Thanks. Bye. How wow, Sanele. Sanele. So, you know what I can tell and from you what Sanele just And then you laugh and go away. Okay. He's, uh, he's afraid of girls. Just from that, <laughs> hi, hello, I'm glad you have him in studio. I'm very happy. Okay, bye-bye. How do you I, know he's afraid of girls? Right. from that, I can tell Sanele is either was afraid of girls growing up or is still afraid of women. Are you afraid of women, uh, Sanele? A bit, but no, he's being chacharak. Tell him that he's being chacharak. He didn't say no. <laughs> he said a bit. He didn't say no. Yeah. Okay. No, I can tell. It's, it's those guys, hot, 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 hot girl, hot girl. You know, they'll be like, oh, my God. And every guy is going, Jesus, this woman is hot, blah, blah, blah. Then there's one guy that the girl kind of listens to or approaches the girl. Sorry, can I talk to you? Yeah. Uh, it's those vibes. Mm. I was just asking how much is the price of bread. Yeah? <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, no. I was just, yeah. Okay, sharp. Bye-bye. But I haven't even told you what the price is. Yeah, no, it's okay. Were you um, one of those oh, guys? No. And I've always been, I was those ones. Say, hello, hello, sorry. Hey, when, hi, when I was calf. Hey, la, chakete yellow. Hey, ah, ah, I was one of those guys. Why do you do that, though? Why do men do that? When you spurn their advances and then they become nasty. Why do, the, why do you do that? I don't know. I, I was very forward. Uh, Nyakala wants to know, do you still think that uh, Sis Rebecca should retire and stop hogging the summers? Um, I've never thought she should try. Maybe she's confusing me with someone else. But you can't... How old is Bill Cosby? He was still performing before his allegations, you know? Mm. 60-something. Um, T.D. Jakes and them are still performing and going. And uh, I think Sis Rebecca should actually aim to have her own record. You know, because she's, she's, I think she does an album almost every year, like so 18, she must 19 keep going. years now. 
she's got that hairstyle, that four-corner, four-room house hairstyle to maintain as well. Can uh, you imagine Rebecca with another hairstyle, though, anything she, other than what she has? I would say she doesn't have to enter competitions anymore. Then, because competitions, all they do is add some publicity, and she doesn't really need any more publicity. But she shouldn't retire. You know, she should have a gospel TV show. She should do a gospel talent set show, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but she can't, she shouldn't just retire. She should stop falling all over the place in dresses that are sponsored by other designers for award shows. How, David? That no, happens that to, to everybody. Stop. It happens to supermodels. People fall. No, 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 no. Rebecca, you, you can see this thing. It even falls like, you know, in drama school, we were taught how to fall. <laughs> There's a way you're falling without hitting yourself. <laughs> you can almost become a professional from falling. That's why you have stunned people. Because they know how to. And that just conjured up that picture of the fall. Oh, Are my goodness. Are you coming to my show tonight? Uh, well, I'll be there. I'll be there at the Lyric Theater tonight, uh, okay. David Cow, And, of course, tomorrow out in uh, Nelspreit. Tomorrow in Elspreet, 9 p.m. M20 Arena. People need to buy tickets at Compu Ticket if they can. People say, yeah, yeah, we're coming, we're coming, but they don't buy tickets. And then they're surprised if the show sells out or they don't get tickets, but there's still some tickets left. Okay, go to Compu Ticket before oh, you Oh, ShopRite checkers. Yeah. Yeah, I Com- think that's the other compu- confusion. Yeah, Compu Ticket at ShopRite. Because every ShopRite checkers, technically, there's a Compu Ticket in there. Okay. All right. David Cowell, thanks so much for your time. Thanks so much for coming through. And um, uh, this one says, uh, David Cowell is uh, super. Please keep up the work. Uh, still a legend. So do take care. Thank you. And of course, I'm sure people will be going out to see you. It's nine o'clock. It's the weekend uh, for it? some of us. Yes, it is. Uh, so you take <laughs> care and have a fantastic one. Kumuzile Tabete with you. the latest news. Thanks very much.